0: You're listening to Live Wild Radio, the part-time adventure podcast.
1: Join us as we explore how outdoor adventures build mind, body, and spirit. Welcome back to Live Wild Radio. This is the fitness and podcast.
0: <laughs> See, before before we went on air.
1: <laughs> I had to practice our tagline Yeah, and because she, I'm so used to the part-time adventure podcast. See yeah. how easily that rolls off my yeah, tongue. Whereas,
0: now it's the fitness and adventure podcast.
1: It's got to be better. <laughs> Anyways, and, and because that's what we do. We've been focusing on fitness and training. Yep. Yeah. Um a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that's what we want to talk about, you know. So. Well, and I, and I think
0: too it's like the fitness thing is always. Yeah. Right. Um and not that we don't love the adventure stuff cuz we we still go on lots of adventures. And we're about to. <laughs> yep. Next week. Um but one of the things that you run into is talking about it. Uh, you know, we, d- we did backpacking. We did a bunch of episodes on climb. You know, it, there's some people that can just do a rock climbing podcast and that's all they ever talk about. Yeah. Um,
1: we've got ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, we need the variety. Yeah.
0: Whereas the, the fitness thing uh, never gets boring. No. Right? Like they're, they're, it is limitless right? Whereas, and maybe maybe it's partly, you know, uh, one of my other jobs where I work in an outdoor store and I talk to people about how to fit their backpack and what backpack and what tent and, you know, what kayak you want to get and, you know, what bike you want to ride. I talk about that stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, I think it's sometimes coming up with new ideas. Uh, whereas I don't, Ever have an issue coming up with new ideas for fitness?
1: Yeah, exactly. And but you know, just connecting back to the adventure bit, you always have so much more fun when you're fitter. Yeah, and I discovered that a couple years ago. Um, and especially as you get older, that one year we went to Quebec right in the fall, remember that we uh got up from camping, so it's not like you're in a soft bed, you're in a hammock. And we would mountain bike for two, three hours. Yeah. Come back, have lunch, and then we'd go rock climb for the rest of the afternoon and then still put in 10,000 steps. Yeah. (laughs) And do it again, five more days. And we loved it. And we were never tired because we were in pretty good shape. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Um, But today's episode, as we're switching seasons, and we've had a couple episodes talking about that, we really want to talk about off season goal setting.
0: Yes. And if you are like our friends in Australia and New Zealand, um, if you're on the other side of the world, being that your uh, activities are winter activities, like you're a skier, you're something wintry, then just reverse this. <laughs> and, you know, uh, yeah. instead of this being preseason for you, where you're almost going to get into your season, um, think of this as summertime for the winter people. Yeah. You know, the off season.
1: But for some people, the summertime is their most fun time of the year, because yeah. especially if they're outdoors like us, yeah. uh, outdoors people like us, um, that come in indoors, are kind of like looking at themselves like, what am I going to do? So, yeah. Because
0: we, we do wintery outdoors things, mm-hmm. but we're limited, particularly where we live, that winter isn't winter most of the time. Yeah. We it's just a see. really extended November. Um, so it's just cold and wet, but you and don't dark. get it, uh, but you don't get enough snow to do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like last year, did you snowshoe at all? No. Right. Um, I did the one day when I snowshoed to work. For fun. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause we happen to get, that was your workout. Yeah. We got shit on the night before. Yeah. And of course nobody had, you know, when you got a foot and a half of snow. But
1: you thrive on that.
0: Uh, nobody had shoveled their sidewalks.
1: And did you enjoy that? Um, yeah,
0: it was a good workout. It was yeah, fun. You
1: look at it from a workout perspective. You know, and
0: um, but then by the end of the day, it had warmed up and rained, mm-hmm. so most of the snow was gone. Yeah. You know, so um, we enjoy winter stuff, but we thrive in the summer.
1: Yeah, Spring's especially with the daylight, and you've got you know everything so alive. We've got so many more options.
0: Yeah, spring, summer, fall. Mm-hmm. It's kind of our thing. So then the oh.
1: question that we've been hearing from others too and our friends is, you know, what goals do you set in the winter?
0: Yeah. How do you keep on track in the winter? How
1: do you keep motivated and, and keep your training on track? Exactly. You know. So with that question, I'm going to kick it off <laughs> because we were talking. See, this is what happens when I take <laughs> the helm. Yeah. Um, for me, when I um, face this, like I kind of looked at it. Okay. I'm going to hunker down. Because, you know, for me to go ride my bike for hours is not even exercise. That's just fun. Yeah. So I, I got to get disciplined now. And um, um, a couple of things are going on in my mind is let's clean up some of the uh, weak parts. Yeah. Uh, the things that I'm weak at, right? Um, because if I've been cycling and in those, that position all the time and then I do very minimal workouts, right, then let's hit go back to basics. And, yeah. Kind of do a bit of a body scan and determine, okay, you know, is one arm stronger than the other? And how are my lunges, my one-legged movements? Um, are they balanced? And um, what are some exercises that are good to show that, that you're in balance? It's that like... Um, well, any... any Turkish get-up, maybe?
0: Um, a Turkish get-up is an amazing one yeah. because it tests so many parts, Yeah, right? Like, you, and you, it very quickly points out what you're tight in what you're stiff in and because you Range do it motion, yeah, like and because you do it on both you know you do a rep on your left uh, then you do a rep on your right mm-hmm. you can very quickly see what things are off yeah right and the turkish get up uh, it's sort of hard to describe but uh we we actually do it backwards we do the turkish get down because we start standing Oh, you're uh, supposed to start lying down. The official, but I like. Really. I like doing it the other way around.
1: It's easy. It's harder if you do it from standing up and then going back down, don't it? isn't it?
0: Um, I don't know if it's harder. Uh, you know, but it's just different. It Seems more. Complicated. I feel like I, I I find switching hands is easier standing up because mm. I just do a uh, you know, hand to hand swing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't have to like put the kettlebell back down on the floor if you start on the floor you finish on the floor mm. you don't I have to put that. the kettlebell back on the floor and then spin yourself around yeah. or you know get it to the other side somehow um so yeah. i find it more more fluid uh but either way so picture yourself you're standing up you've pressed a kettlebell or a dumbbell over your head now keeping your arm straight um go from standing to lying flat on your back uh, keeping the weight over you the entire time and then stand back up.
1: I remember the first time I did that with just my hand in the air. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it was like a balance move. I'm like, this is weird because you're always used to having two hands to pull you off the yeah. ground. But when you do that movement, you learn not to use your hands at all.
0: Well, you use one hand.
1: That's true. Yeah, because you got a hand posted. But because door. you're there's so much. And then when you start, and then then the next movement, you told me to put a shoe in my hand. Yeah. And don't let it fall off. Yeah, just to have it on your palm of your hand. Yeah. So that was interesting from a balance. And then I think the most I've done it with is 30 ki- pounds. Yeah, 35. 35. Yeah. But now I, I started off with 20 just to... 26. Get back into See, it. See,
0: kettlebells are, are usually labeled in kilograms, and <laughs> Catherine can't keep the kilograms
1: straight. <laughs> well, it was like when we were doing the... Bench pressing too, right? You I know. couldn't keep or squats at yep. the gym. <laughs> what did I say?
0: Yeah, you, it's like I'm doing 90 pounds. Well, you know the bar is 45 too. Oh, uh, so no, no, no! But up? I
1: said 45, uh, 45, or I, that's 90 pounds on one side. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even half the weight. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So it's Catherine Math.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just don't let her load your barbell. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so so, what you'll run into is that the Turkish getup, obviously, you have to have shoulder stability because you're holding a weight overhead the entire time. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to try these, look it up on YouTube. Um, you know, one of the best instructors I've seen is Mark Wildman. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like his YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, because his instruction is really well laid out, good cues. Um, he's a very big bald man <laughs> uh and he's a kettlebell instructor who used to work in the movie business mm-hmm. training actors yeah um and but okay. the pandemic completely fucked that he had to close his <gasps> oh, studio I remember in hollywood
1: this guy. He li- and he was on a rural farm after like yeah uh, so a then farm, he would farm, just basically
0: he would like yeah. do- shoot his videos in a farm or yeah. driving around his beat up old pickup truck yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know it shooting at the side of the road yeah um why not you know and his his big thing is you Just know kettlebells it. clubs and maces oh, okay. um you know because the clubs and maces get you the rotational training yeah and the kettlebells make you strong and he's into sandbags and you know but it's the whole thing about like real world you know yeah. working man strength
1: actually i'm glad that you met you, that's a nice segue into like the rotational strength when yeah. you're talking about the maces um or the clubs yeah actually 'Cause I just bought that off of Amazon accidentally. Uh, anyways, um, Winston put it in the
0: the wish list. The wish list Except to talk for, about. And,
1: yeah. But I hit go and it was it wasn't expensive at all. No. It was actually so I got a five at a ten pound. And I, I love it. For you office workers out there, and if you're stuck sitting all day, whether you're watching TV and you're in that posture or from working, you mm-hmm. know, longer hours, whatever. Um I really love grabbing those like I did this morning. And I went outside my bare feet on my lawn because... Grounding. Uh, grounding. I never do that. Um, and I just... <laughs> so I did a workout that you suggested. Yeah.
0: Just inside and outside mills.
1: Yeah. For eight minutes. Alternating between arms every minute on the minute. And it was last minute. I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just How many more it. minutes do I have? I want to give up. Oh, one more. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was tough. But it really rings and works that area out. and like how many people do that you really don't yeah so i think that's another great um you know exercise to get back into your routine as a goal yeah but i think it's a great stress relief yeah you know and
0: and for anybody who uh you know is a little bit leery of um you know spending money on weighted clubs initially not sure if
1: they're not expensive how much were they
0: uh i think the 10 pounder was like 35 bucks you know, so. And
1: that's, that's the heavy one, because yeah. so I had a five, and that's, yeah.
0: Um, the five is really just for beating up intruders now, because <laughs> that would be brutal. <laughs> it's when like,
1: I first started it, yeah. not too long ago, it was tiring.
0: Yeah, but you're adapting already.
1: Yeah, newbie games.
0: Yeah. Um, but if you want to make your own, get those hollow, fat kids' baseball bats. Okay. Fill them with sand.
1: Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> See, I, I call Winston that all the
0: time. Because you'll have yourself oh, a club. Man. Um man. Now, obviously, if it's one How of How
1: heavy the, is that going to be? Uh, we'll That's do. too heavy. Well, That's like, bam, bam, you know, yeah. like Flintstones. <laughs> That's going to be like 40, 50 pounds. It's ridiculous. Well, it doesn't have to
0: be, okay... Then I, it's
1: like sloshing around.
0: You know? Man, that'd be great. No. Well, they don't have to be the giant ones. Like, if you fill a small one.
1: Okay. You know? uh oh, I thought you were talking about like the real kitty ones that that, that, that are
0: silly oversized. Yeah, you're right. Like I th- I don't think it would handle. I think it would implode or explode. Yeah, with that amount of weight in it. Yeah. Um. But speaking, of, it's funny because you know, speaking of clubs, uh, you've swung a ten. Right. Yeah. You did eight minutes with it today. I was surprised. Uh, The the other the other day, I watched a video of Mark Wildman. Okay. Um, reviewing a seventy pound club. (laughs) Wow. Uh, and he was swinging that fucker around.
1: How much? How big are his muscles? (laughs) Um,
0: he's he he doesn't look like a bodybuilder, but he's built. You know. Yeah. uh, The dude is strong as shit yeah yeah so you know know, because the 70 pound he was doing it two-handed but still like that's not a light club
1: (laughs) so the range or the possibilities are you know limitless um yeah so i i think you know that's a neat goal is there outside of going you know short of going to a physiotherapist and Mm -hmm. having them if you ask them Get them to scan your um, movement patterns, whether it be for strength or range of motion or balance, um, full range control. Right? They'll assess that and determine. You know, are you above average, below average, and are you imbalanced? Mm-hmm. And then that's how you can maybe more, um, you know, expertly get it assessed. Yeah. Right. But are there any? So yeah, the Turkish getup we talked about. Yeah,
0: Turkish up is great as a diagnostic tool and and a training exercise yeah right because you feel where you're like tight weak um you know uh and then basically the big part is just figuring out what's weak not just that part of it's hard yeah um you I had know. another one what about you um and then basically any unilateral exercises yeah. so uh
1: I was gonna say rear stepping lunges, yeah, like rear stepping lunges, even lunges, one legged, stepping with one-legged, one-legged
0: squats. Um, and what we're looking at with any of these are control, yeah, right, balance and control. Yeah, that it's not like you you sort of go through it quickly and sort of regain your balance, mm-hmm. but that you're able to do it slow and controlled, both down and up. Um, uh, you know, without. Flailing all over the place, yeah, right, and that sort of is part of the balance component. But that you actually don't have any mobility limitations because if you start to go down and you feel your like hips shift to the side to compensate for something, yeah. But if you do it on the the other side, it doesn't do that, yeah. Then you're seeing, you know, that you have like a hip that's tight or a muscle that's tight or something like that.
1: I actually think swinging the mace this morning or the club helped me with my balance. Because yeah. like, remember how I said to you I, I actually have lost a sensation in my feet a little yeah. bit and it changes every day where that 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 sensation is in my foot my both my feet so that when i'm in the shower because i don't have that feedback right um i'm a bit dizzy at times like Mm. i I lose my balance but i haven't been i noticed that this morning i was a lot stronger on my Mm -hmm. feet and i wonder if it was that movement because it it, you know it's a dynamic move that's a little different and it's
0: and and there is bracing going it's not super heavy right it's only a 10 pound club but because you're swinging it um in a like a almost like a when you do inside mills, it's like a throwing a baseball.
1: Yeah. It's Um, a a movement that you don't normally do. So you have to keep your balance. And it really tests that,
0: you know, and because it's dynamic, it's moving and stopping, moving and stopping. Yeah. With control. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you're rotating, you know, you're keeping your feet straight ahead, Mm -hmm. but your shoulders end up being 90 degrees. So you move, twist a bit at the hips and a bit at the shoulders.
1: Would you ever recommend, as an advanced move, somebody closing their eyes and doing it?
0: Oh, anytime you do eyes closed. The only thing with something... I I would be a little... You want to have a really high level of proficiency, swinging a weight that you (laughs) can smash yourself in the knees or something like that um, with your eyes closed. Now, if you notice, you don't look at where it goes around your knees. No. Right? Um, So, you want at least... Be relatively proficient with the movement right. before you
1: But that's something else that people can do as well yeah. is just closing their eyes. Because um from a balance perspective, what is it? Oh, there was somebody saying determine your age based off of your balance. Oh, I can't remember how many seconds it was. They said, you know, cross your arm, you know, and stand one legged and close yeah, your and eyes. Then if you do it with your eyes closed. Yeah, and, yeah, depending on how long. I can't yeah. remember what those that's something that else is good to do Um, for longevity right it's important but overall when you think about how you move in a day you know how you just move in general the more balanced you are. Yeah
0: because most people move in the sagittal plane forward and backwards right Mm -hmm. you know we don't get a lot of uh, unless you're doing some sort of athletics because even when you go to the gym most conventional exercises um, are one plane of motion. Uh, So that's where, you know, obviously adding in equal amounts of rotation on both sides. Um, You know, if you think about your shoulder joint, it is a ball and socket. Like it can rotate. So getting things in that actually have rotation there. Um, uh, And then things that challenge your balance.
1: Yeah. I'm smiling here because I'm part of the question that's going through my mind is I wonder if listeners are wondering... Why does balance matter so much? And I'll tell you why. Because you don't want to do what I do <laughs> when I'm on my clipless pedals on my bike and I stop at a stop sign and I fall over. Because <laughs> you've got to unclip. I, because I always unclip on my right side and I actually can't unclip on my left and put my foot down. I'm so used to doing yeah. it the other way yeah. that if I just slightly... Get off balance, you fall and over. And I fell this weekend thankfully not in front of a bunch of university um freshmen <laughs> cuz it was in that area that would have been so embarrassing um and the only thing that's really bruises your ego when that happens
0: no i've seen it it's your butt too
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've got you should see my whole left leg
0: like like if she ever I've wanted to pull like the you know raspberries you yeah.
1: <laughs> you go on
0: you know like I, I am so thankful Catherine doesn't ever pull the yeah he did it all to me <laughs> you know which inadvertently because i am the one that put the clipless pedals you did do it to me yeah
1: but um (laughs) so it's good to challenge yourself myself i'm speaking to myself as well to not fall into the same movement patterns all the time yeah whatever you you can break away and become more agile right yeah um it's important so you don't do (laughs) what i do and,
0: and when people uh Think about fitness, they often don't think about balance. But if we're thinking um, about the old age Olympics, (laughs) you know, um, if we look at some of the most common reasons um, that elderly people get hurt, it's losing balance and falling. Huge. Right? So the better your balance is, the less likely you are to lose it. And then the stronger you are, both bones and muscles. Um and the more fast twitch muscle fibers you still have trained, segue. you yeah. know, you're going to run into the thing where all of these will work together that you will avoid falls. Um, a lot more than the elderly person who didn't start when they were 40. <laughs> yeah, doing all this stuff.
1: So perfect segue because I was thinking the same thing: fast twitch muscle fibers. Yeah, what trains that?
0: Explosive movement. Like. Have Uh, kettlebell swings (laughs) Um, that's sort of our first one yeah Um, I did a post the other day about the wonders of the kettlebell snatch which is a swing that goes overhead in one go Um, you know if you think about the kettlebell ballistics and the ballistics are the rapid movements the explosive movements you have the swing which can be done two hands or one hand or two kettlebells like one in each hand Uh, I hate those, though, because you got to, like, stand so wide so you're not banging kettlebells into your knees. Mm. Um, So I'll do double. So you've got your swing. Then your clean, which is a swing that stops at your shoulder with the weight basically ready to press it over your head. Mm -hmm. And then there's the snatch where it's like doing the clean and press, but you skipped the press part in the middle.
1: (laughs) That's a terrible name, snatch. should Uh, be, like race or something you know like because you're raising. <laughs> I'm just saying well see
0: it was um, a, a lift before it was a yeah, uh, euphemism for lady bits <laughs> so I can't help what people do with, <laughs> with that Okay. Um, you know and so the snatch is basically you know if you see it in Olympic weightlifting it's where they have a really wide grip on the barbell and they don't sort of clean it up to the shoulder and then jerk it overhead. They go floor right to overhead and then they stay. Okay. You
1: up. might have to explain this to me. <laughs> the snatch? <laughs> yeah. Like why, why they, why is that movement? Like why is that, why is there correlation to a female part?
0: Well, I don't know where this correlation, I think okay. there is as they had this thing cause you're snatching it up, right? You snatch something, okay. right? And so it's so explosive um you know i'm thinking that's why they called it the snatch because it's so explosive um and i have no idea why uh it also gets used as a <laughs> euphemism for lady bits oh, okay
1: okay got it yeah so i um, thought you might specifically the kettlebell pe- snatch part okay no just yes i know snatch okay anyway yeah, um um yes yeah, so explosive movements are good to yeah. keep you, you know, sharp.
0: Yeah. Explosive movements, heavy movements, mm. right? Um, you know, and you can outside of, you know, like lifting, you can get do things you can do safely is like sprints on your bicycle, like 10-second bursts, mm. you know? you're mm-hmm. getting, Think of you being chased by a Out werewolf. Out of your saddle. Yeah, um, but it takes some technique to, to do it well. Yeah. Um, You know, other things that would work are things like jumping. I'm just not a big fan of a lot of jumping for the over 40 crowd. Um, Unless you're, say, landing at a higher point, like you're jumping up into a box and then stepping down. Okay. Right? Because you can get the explosive part without the impact. Mm. Right? Um, Another really good one is uphill sprints. Because you're landing higher than you took off going uphill. Mm-hmm. So there isn't as much impact as sprinting on flat ground would be. Okay. So those all. You for, know,
1: so for people who are like, Ugh, I don't want to move like that. Trust me, it's not as bad as you think.
0: Because it's just little bursts. It's 10 seconds. I'm lazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not as bad. You know, especially if you've been like riding for a bit. Like, and when you go do it, like it's worse. It's always worse in your mm. head, in my head anyways. Uh,
0: you haven't done your four by fours yet.
1: I know they're
0: way worse in real life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that the VO2 max? Yeah, that I was supposed to do today. Yeah, this is why we're doing the podcast. Today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> Catherine, Catherine did her strength workout this morning. Yeah, you know, um, I
1: even doubled. <laughs> <when> I didn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she she cannot read my instructions. Oh, no, I
1: thought double laps was you know. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Uh, yeah I uh,
1: thought you had a higher expectation of me
0: you know well and I specifically programmed it in low so that you do it <laughs> and then she misinterpreted it and each set did twice as much as I would programmed in and it was like that was really hard it's like really oh yeah it was like I went there and back and there and back and there and back and there and back it's like well you just did twice as much <laughs> as I asked you to so <laughs> it's not surprising that it was hard <laughs> You know? Yeah. But it was time efficient. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So so explosive movements. Right. um, You know, and heavy. Like, that's why, like, one of my favorite types of workouts is, like, I'll do a double kettlebell clean and press. And you can do it with a single as well. Um, But you want a relatively heavy weight. You know, something you could do, like, five or six reps with. But you just do sets of two or three. But you do, you know, one of those every minute uh, or you know for like half an hour <laughs> so you end up with a lot of reps in but every rep is bang right versus doing six in a row till you know you come close to failure um, which is great for building muscle but you run into the thing where um as you get fatigued the weight slows down mm-hmm. right it turns into a grind yeah um and the whole key for training fast-twitch muscle fibers is training them when you're fresh, so giving yourself a little bit longer break in between or just doing fewer reps, doing them really punchy but doing a bunch of sets. Yeah. You know.
1: I found, too, that when you told me to do 10 swings of ten kettlebell swings every minute on the minute for, say, ten, like 10 minutes. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And you gave me an option to do a higher weight for 10 minutes or a lower weight for 20 yeah and of course i took the higher just to get the get it over with yeah (laughs) it's not that bad no and you only had to do 10 yeah i'm like yay because 10 (laughs)
0: kettlebell swings takes about 15 seconds yeah you know um and you've got
1: the rest of the minute and then you're done in 10 minutes yeah i mean that's a happy thing right yeah um
0: Unless you're doing like the 10,000 swing challenge.
1: I was just going to talk about that because we're talking about goal setting, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. So crazy challenges. You want to, and, and keep in mind, and you know, you need, like it's important to hunker down and it, this is a great time to set those goals, especially as you go into the Christmas and festive season, right? Mm. That you're ready for it. Yeah. And if you put on a few pounds, whatever, but. That's go. what
0: that's why I program December and January is muscle building phase. So, your training is specifically targeted towards hypertrophy. Uh Uh-huh. So, then when you're eating some extra calories, um, it's not like you're doing less and then eating more. You're doing the training that will stimulate muscle growth and then you're eating a few extra calories. Mm -hmm. You'll actually come, you know, at the end of January, uh, potentially a little leaner than you went into Christmas season with, with bigger muscles.
1: (laughs) Oh, interesting!
0: Right, because if, if we've you, never
1: done, I've never done that before um, deliberately.
0: Yeah, last year I did. Mm. Right, and then look how well it worked.
1: Kept that secret to yourself, didn't no,
0: you? No, I wrote an article about it. It's on the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which yeah. article is it? Uh,
0: the transformation program. Oh, that one. You know, I did that the year before, but yeah. I did a similar type thing. Um basically, this last December and January. Okay. You know, and I'm going to do it again (laughs) because it works. Yeah. feels good. There's something, you know, uh, basically doing stuff that gets you a little stronger, builds you a little muscle um, while doing enough uh, endurance work to, you're not going to like, you know, it's different if you race bikes, like where you're going to do like a dozen races next season, it's different way than I would, I would set up your season, right? You'd Mm -hmm. be putting miles and miles on the trainer over the winter. Um, There's just no way around that if you want to be competitive. But for those of us who want to be jacks of all trade, uh, but not concerned with being the master of any, (laughs) um, then... Uh, this approach I find works really well because, you know, you're pretty strong. Your endurance is pretty good. Like anytime I wanted, I could go ride, you know, uh, 100K. Uh, you know, in the middle of the summer, 100 miles wouldn't be a big deal. hmm You know, so I'm not going to be as fast as if I trained specifically just for cycling all the time. Um, but the endurance is there. Mm-hmm. But I'm also strong enough if somebody needs a fridge moved, I can do that too. Whereas your average bike racer ain't lifting anything heavy. You know what I mean? Because they're specialized. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you think of it this way, I'm like the World War II Jeep. Mm. You know, I'm not the fastest. Uh, I don't have the biggest load carrying capacity, but I can do just about anything that I want to. Uh, You know, and I'm working hard not to break down
1: you know you're you're giving me all these ideas for t-shirts you know that <laughs> working hard not to break them down yeah. <laughs> just writing it all down yeah and anyway.
0: you'll be able to get your live wild radio uh, live wild <laughs> fitness t-shirt soon um but yeah that's actually one of those things where uh the when we're talking about goals one of the goals could be to complete a challenge Mm-hmm. Right. So that's where something like the, and you did this a few years ago, um, the end of winter, you know, basically for the month of March, you did the 10,000 swing challenge. Because
1: it was so crazy. Standing. Yeah.
0: And you dropped a ton of weight.
1: Got really strong. You got Super really eye-try.
0: strong and you had endurance for days. Yeah. Like you basically were just, oh, look, I'm fit.
1: It was, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it did give me, um, I, 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 I think because of jujitsu or climbing, I had some um, tendon issue in my hand, so that was a little hard. Yeah. Going in, I was already injured, right? Um, so that was hard, but uh, otherwise.
0: And I, and I think the fact that you didn't stretch your calves.
1: Played a part in my feet? Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: it's just sort of what we're surmising.
1: Yeah, because that's when it just started to appear, and it's still there. So, um, and I've done a ton of tests, and I've ruled out a bunch of things. Yeah. So, I think it's just super tight calves. Yeah. And the, um,
0: basically, I, the, if the, any muscle's tight enough, it can put pressure on the nerves. But I think
1: area. I've noticed that when I go on vacation, I'm not sitting all the time. It gets better. Yeah. And um, I don't know if I, I said that in Mexico, too, if it's yeah. the heat. Yeah. And, yeah. and the
0: magic of the ocean water.
1: Yeah. So... Just goes to show our lifestyle is not necessarily healthy for us. Yep. So, um, yeah. Another,
0: so. another really for, and th- this will just go for anybody except for our rock climbers because they should be able to do pull ups. <laughs> you know, if you are really serious about your rock climbing, um, but if you can't do a pull up, or you can't do five pull ups, train. Uh, you know. To, to set some sort of pull-up goal. Like if you can't do a pull-up, being able to do a proper pull-up. Um, if you can do one, maybe one or two, train to get to the point you can do 10. Um, because one of the great things with pull-ups, aside from being one of the best upper body exercises, uh, strengthens the upper back, strengthens the bicep, strengthens the grip, um, hits the core quite a bit.
2: Because mm-hmm. um, you've got to really
0: brace your abs to pull your whole weight up. They also act as a... Uh, a check on your body weight (laughs) because here's one of the things you can have super strong arms, super strong back, but if you're too heavy, they're super hard. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: All right. So let me let me um make it more hopeful for you because I remember a couple years ago, and I think we had this videotape because I'm like, this is bullshit, and he's like, you're gonna do a pull up at the end of this month, and I'm like, (laughs) bullshit. <laughs> I've never done a pull up in my life. Yeah. It didn't happen that month. Anyway, so we re but we went back to it and I did do a pull up in that year. Yeah. Um, which was pretty phenomenal. It took some time, but essentially you started off with hangs. Yep. Can you even hang there? Are a lot of people can't just hang, you know, on a pull-up bar. Um, getting used to that
0: and then, and, and then a bit of scapula work, like scapula
1: being, and then negatives where yeah. you're actually at, um, you know, whether you hop up cause you're already elevated with a step, you know, a bar a step, a step or, whatever, stool or whatever. Yeah. whatever, and then you hold your weight and then you let yourself down slowly. slowly. Um, and then you get into the bands, you know, you to get the bands, there's various levels of resistance. So that takes some weight off your body, you know, of what you're pulling. And uh, up to 80 pounds, 120, whatever. Yep. And uh, you just slowly, gradually work on those. You do what you can. And you'll see that you'll improve. And eventually, you'll go to a lighter band and a lighter band and until you go go to no band. Yep. And the first time I, I remember, we were at the climbing gym. And it was just a different kind of a chin-up bar. And I did it. And I did it for fun. I didn't, and my daughter videotaped I me. Mean, I have it on Facebook. I didn't even think I'd do it. I was just fucking around, right? Yeah. And I did it. And the look of my face when I got off, my jaw was my lightest. Yeah. So, of course, it's the, uh, as you were saying, the the weight to strength ratio.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, and that's what one of the great things about calisthenics. Um, for people over 40, I'm a big uh, fan of kettlebell overhead presses because they're... So, Of all the overhead pressing, they're the healthiest for your shoulder, just the arc it moves in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then calisthenics, using the gymnastics rings, push-ups in the rings, dips in the rings, body rows, right? This is just all strength training, using your body and then pull-ups. Um, and it basically, you can do pull-ups on the rings. If you can get them high enough, you can do pull-ups on the pull-up bar.
1: Yeah. I even find push-ups because when I haven't done it in a while and my yep. knee's bothering me, I find, I, I, underestimate how important it is that your quads are, um, bracing, when you're bracing a you. Yeah. And until you, I experience because my right knee is weaker and it's fucked up. Um, at times I can't brace that knee. I can't do that. I can't tense it. And so it actually limits me in what yeah. I can do. And then eventually it's more, it's actually a bit of a mind um, body connection. And so if you, and there's a word for, it's a ballistic movement when you just push against something. And uh, isometric. Well, is it isometric? Is that what Ballistic that is? is explosive. Sorry, ballistic is explosive. Isometric is when you push. Push
0: and it don't move.
1: Right. So I was doing that and, you know, I did three sets of five, whatever. And I told you how it progressive it yeah. got better. Well, by my third set, there was a massive improvement. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Because you're just trying to lock, like brace your leg and against kinda, the ground. Yeah.
1: And it kind of hurts my knee because I'm... Yeah. I'm it's not it doesn't want to straighten. It doesn't want to do that. And it, it will... Well, anyways. But I was like, require it to. Yeah. And keep trying. When you take it... It's almost like you try and your body hasn't woken up yet. So you got to walk away, yeah. <laughs> and come back, try again and it wakes up a little it wakes up a little bit more. So your body starts to adapt. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thing that's happening when you're putting your body to the test with anything. Yeah. But it's it's quite interesting when you test yourself with these things and it makes you appreciate. Like I do body rows now. Because I'm so used to them, but I've seen other people do them, and they're like, they look like, yeah, they
0: look, they look, they look like, like a like scarecrow. Yeah. Like a
1: gummy, right? And you, you take that for same thing with, you know, when we used to watch the kids do push-ups. Yeah,
0: they look more like they're doing the inchworm than they are like push-ups. <laughs> yeah, because they're not able to brace the core, engage the glutes, lock the thighs, like, yeah, you know. Um, so that your body is just a plank. That's right. Um, Because really, a push-up is a moving plank. So if your plank sucks, then your push-up's going to look all wonky. Right. Right? But when you get that plank down, well then, you know, when you get to the point where, you know, you can bang off push-ups and you're not droopy butt. Yeah. Well then, planks are useless um, as a core exercise because your core is strong enough. Now we've got to find a way to challenge it. Either you add weight to the planks, like put weight on your butt. Yeah. um, Which I find awkward to do. A
1: weighted vest. (laughs) You know,
0: weighted vest, but it's just not at the middle. Yeah. Right? Um, Or you spend your $15 and buy yourself an ab wheel. (laughs) I really like the ab wheel. Yeah. Because it's a plank. Yeah. That is moving. Yeah. (laughs) And it's vile and evil and... (laughs)
1: Uh, You can do a lot of things. You know. Yeah, I remember, um, and that one doesn't take long to improve. Because I remember, you know, like I've been doing them and they're not that great. But I remember a couple years ago, I'd go right down to the ground. Yeah,
0: nose to the floor and then back up.
1: Yeah. And you you, you kind of, when you get to those points of success, you kind of take that for granted as you move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Until you start over again, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't take long to get back there. Yeah. But these are some great things that really enhance your overall fitness and training that apply to everything else. Yeah. So I, I really like your point to calisthenics. Um,
0: yeah, like I'm a big one for again, unless you're like a power lifter, or you know, if you are, this isn't for you anyway. Um, for anybody, I would I would term as an outdoor athlete, <laughs> right? You know, hike, you bike. You climb, um, you ski, you snowshoe, you, you know, any of the outdoorsy things. You paddle. Um, all of these things uh, I find if you do calisthenics for the upper body uh, with kettlebell presses because uh, I find uh, they've got a great a bunch of different benefits besides just being a pressing exercise for your shoulders and your triceps. Um and, you know, besides fellas, uh, what dude does not want to have some nice 3D delts to fill out their t-shirt? <laughs> and they're a great exercise to get that. Um, but then from there, because for me, that's pretty much the only upper body exercise I do that isn't calisthenics. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I will do push-up variations. Yeah, uh, whether on the rings or on the floor, uh, pull ups, body rows.
1: Yeah, you've gotten better, like muscle definition now from our home gym with the kettlebells and everything that we're talking about the rings. Yeah, and all the calisthenics than we did it at the gym.
0: Well, because we were just powerlifting remember anything over five was cardio i know
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know but it's just amazing how adding that element of explosive power and cardio and with every minutes on the minute like really Mm -hmm. it was a twofer strength plus cardio yeah and now you've got a different kind of muscle definition that you i see on you
0: yeah um yeah because you're not just trying to move the maximum amount of weight right you're you're developing strength endurance Right, that ability to display your strength over and over and over and over again, not just once. Yeah. Right, and there's basically the energy demands on the body um, are different. The body form follows function, right? You look like what you do. <laughs> yeah. So you know, getting into these types of things where, um, you know, you're doing these repetitious. Hard work, but it's not this kind of intervals where you're just gassing yourself out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like punch it a little bit, a little bit of recovery, punch it. You know, but but the amount of load you're using is still relatively high, um, whether that's your body weight, uh, and but we're accumulating in any one workout enough volume um, that you end up seeing some muscle growth out of it, right? And then, depending on the time of year, I'll play with the variables. I might go a little bit lighter weight, push a few more reps per set. So, Mm -hmm. you're getting more burn, more muscle fatigue, uh, going closer to failure, um, which is the more efficient way to build muscle. And then, when you do uh, a little heavier weight of fewer reps, you're not getting a burn. Uh, Because, you know, if you do a set of two or three, you're not going to get a burn. But if you do... Mm 20 sets of two or three <laughs> you're still getting some volume there but mm-hmm. you're able to do it with heavier weight so you get more strength development um you know more uh what i like to call farmer strength mm-hmm. right that ability to do something pretty heavy but do it over and over and over again yeah. like toss it a hay bale yeah um and so doing different phases of this type of stuff throughout the year um it's not like you, when you go into the next phase, like if you built some muscle you know in the yeah. hypertrophy phase, you're still doing more than enough to maintain that muscle but now that if you've got a little bit bigger muscles, they have a higher potential for strength
1: here's some here's an analogy um because not everybody's moving a hell of bay I think it really dawned on me how what good shape we were in when we had to move my my apartment yeah <laughs> we hired movers. And we were in better shape than them. Yeah. And, you know, like, think about it. If you're in your 40s and you're doing a move and you're doing it yourself, you're stupid enough to do it yourself, um, often people will, like, pull muscles, hurt themselves. They'll be like, they just, they're like, holy shit, I can't do this yeah. all day. I, I I What the fuck? And we did it no problem. Yeah. Boom-dum. Yeah, a little tired, but.
0: Yeah, it's a day's work.
1: It was a day's work. And it made me appreciate, holy shit, I wouldn't have been able to do this before. There's yeah. no, there's no way.
0: see you picked the right partner. I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, cause otherwise, you know, cause but it, it, I was there alongside you too. Yeah. Oh you no, know. no, but I mean, I'm yeah. not, not the partner to move with. Oh. I'm saying the partner to be, you know, romantically involved with so that oh, you'll have years and years and years of training behind <laughs> you by the time you actually had to move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah. all pre-planned. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, you know, it's like five years before the move. She's like, I expect I'm gonna have to move, so uh, <laughs> I gotta gotta find myself a man that not only is he strong, but he's gonna get me strong. <laughs> I, I I see her inner machinations. Um, although, you, although you did have a vision board, I did, and the vision board had all the things I do on it.
1: It's very funny. It did, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, it was, it was, and I didn't even know it was rock climbing in Red Rocks. I'm like, I want to do that. (laughs) That looks like fun. I didn't even think, I didn't quite know what it was.
0: And you've done it.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, so think of basically the, the, the overarching things that you're going to run into with, with this idea, you know, of off season goals. Um, uh, One goal should be to fix your imbalances. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever they are. Um, if you're a cyclist, you probably got tight hips. Uh, you probably use some hamstring work. You can loosen up the calves. We got to do some work with your, your shoulder blades and shoulders because you've just been mm. in this one position for so long all season. Um, you know, whatever it is you do. Um, and and quite honestly, if you work in an office, picture the position somebody is sitting in an office now rotate them uh, about forty-five degrees forward, and that's the position on a bicycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you get double whammy in the summer. Yeah, because you sit on your butt at work. And yeah. You get you know it's it's the yeah. reality. You know this this is sort of one of those things I've said. Um, if you, with a few exceptions, okay, if you are somebody who makes a good living, um, in our modern economy, you probably sit on your ass a lot.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, and it's one of these things and I don't know why, well, I, I understand the economics behind it but it just sort of when you look at based on, it's based on, you know, sort of the value you can add to whatever the thing you're doing but if you have the type of job that breaks a sweat, you probably don't get paid that great.
1: It's, it's kind of weird.
0: Whereas if you sit in a office building or even at your own home nowadays <laughs> in air-conditioned luxury in an ergonomically correct chair, which still doesn't fix the problem of sitting too much, um, your odds of a higher paycheck <laughs> compared to somebody who actually, you know, burns a bunch of calories at work, right? It just, it just seems odd. Like, it you does, know, when you sort of look at it right. in the abstract, I understand why it is the way that it is.
1: Well, they say trade your health for wealth.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, the few people, the other people, though, are the people that are the exception are yeah. uh, the people in the trades. Yes. They make a good amount of money.
1: Yes. And there are a f- few people that make good money that take care of their bodies. Oh,
0: you can, you can do that. Yeah, you
1: can do that, too. I'm just
0: yeah. saying, you know generally but speaking
1: the, but they're challenged yeah yeah
0: you know you can do the standing desk thing and you know uh if you really want it have a tre- you have to be more disciplined yeah a treadmill in your office with uh your laptop on the treadmill so okay you- I,
1: and i just said a keyword discipline. that it's not easy for me to say yeah well it's easy for
0: you to say it's just not easy for you to do
1: <laughs> but i think the winter time is a good time to uh work on that because actually that's why i'm quite pleased and i said to you like I want Winston to really revise my, my workout schedule and and I kind of want it to be more frequent because yeah. I think the idea of building out a habit. a habit every day, you know, it doesn't have to be the same thing or the same intensity every day, but something every day that's challenging gets me into that consistency mindset mm-hmm. that's, we know consistency is key.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, it, and you can speak to this, but it, it seems because... In the last week, I've had a few of my clients, because we've got a gym at home, I I bring. if you're a client of mine and you live locally, you know, in the Cambridge, Greater Waterloo region area, um, you know, we invite you over to train here so they can give you in-person instruction, not just online instruction. You know, it's not just, you know, Zoom calls and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, It's perfectly viable, you know, if you want to do it, but... Obviously, in person has its benefits as well, and you know the last two that have been over. Catherine, you know, towards the tail end of of the session, sort of comes in. It's like, oh, how's everybody going? <laughs> and then it's just like, you know, oh, so how, how's the training going? Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Oh, yeah. Oh, you so. dropped twenty pounds in two months.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily say that no. to them, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm like, Urgh. you know, I don't but, want at least twenty pounds in two months. <laughs>
0: All you got to do is just do everything I say. I know. Consistently. I
1: know. And then when one of them says like, yeah, it's good. It's easy. I can't believe it. I'm like, mm. you know, <laughs> it gets me going.
0: Yeah. But but that's the thing. It's like, it's actually. Uh,
1: what? You've seen a spark light under my. Yeah. It's
0: like my basically working with my clients just because she sees it. It's like, oh, I better get going. <laughs> You know, so so it's actually kind of cool, <laughs> you know, like think because and that listen, we understand, right, um,
1: well, at least you know I'm being authentic, <laughs> yeah like
0: i I keep plugging away because I know what it feels like not to, right i I just don't want to feel the way I feel if I don't move regularly. Mm. um, and you know, I like being strong, I like being fit nobody likes being the person that gets out of breath tying their shoes no. <laughs> you know it's like you gotta hold your breath because like when you're bent over your your diaphragm is pushed against your belly so hard you can't actually breathe
1: well and it's also and i've said this to you several times that all this cardio workout cycling i've done right um i am I'm so impressed at how when i do a hard hill i yeah. recover so quick and yeah. it's like that hill, no, nothing nothing just do it, yeah. you know. Whereas in the past, I'd be like, oh my God.
0: And it's like, you, it's like, oh, I don't know. No, maybe I'm going to barf. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's just, you just do it. Yeah. And I, then you. I love that. It, you know what it is? It's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's freedom to have fun and well, just keep and, going. And
0: let's go to our a fellow podcaster, um, Jocko Willink. Uh, you know, the. Uh, ex- oh, doesn't Na- say
1: discipline is freedom? Yeah, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I knew you are going to say just, that. You just brought
0: it in the loop. Um, <laughs> you know? Um. Uh, I am just a lowly, you know, personal trainer uh, uh, versus, you know, a, an ex Navy SEAL and all that jazz, but the same idea applies. <laughs> um, uh, and so that idea, though, is, you know, figuring out how to just start right because the the thing Catherine will say is like 99% of the time if you can just start a workout you'll do the whole thing yeah uh, it's all in your head yeah um,
1: that's the hard, hardest part is showing up
0: yeah you know and it's just one of those things you show up you start moving you start doing your warm-up and then it's just like okay punch the clock you know you do the work
1: and I think too you know when before you go and do something know what you're gonna do yeah so you're not, you know, farting around trying to figure it out. Have it done in advance and you just look at it and just do it.
0: Yeah. And, it, and here's one of the, the things you'll run into is like, because that consistency is so important. Um, You know, if you were to just go in, like, you can have an, a great workout. Just alternate sets of kettlebell swings and push-ups.
1: Oh, I love those workouts. Yeah.
0: Just do that for 20 That's minutes. It. That's it. You know? Yeah. You have 10 sets of swings, 10 those sets of good. push-ups. Yeah. You'll have a pretty solid well, workout. Well, even,
1: even the kettlebell swing for 20 minutes. Yeah. Or 10 minutes of, you know, 20 each. 20 yeah. a minute. Yeah. 20 swings a minute. You got yeah. two, you I two love them. You got 200 Done. swings in, in 10 minutes. Because there's a lot of load. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know, like if you take, let's say you're using 44 pounds, like a 20 kilo kettlebell. Feels like
1: you're cheating the clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Start the car. Let's go. <laughs> um,
0: but but 44 pounds. Um Times ten reps is four hundred and forty. You're doing twenty reps in a minute, so it's eight hundred and eighty reps a minute, or eight hundred and eighty pounds a minute, right? Um, and then you times that by ten. In ten minutes, you've moved eight thousand eight hundred pounds. That's not bad for <laughs> just a little a little workout. Just a little workout, you know, to, to fire up your butt. Give you a little bit of fast twitch fibers and get and your. And then heart I rate wonder
1: up. why my butt's hurting. me yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't know what. It is. I didn't
0: do nothing. I don't know. Because
1: <laughs> it felt like nothing. Yeah. Was, you know.
0: Because it doesn't burn. <coughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. It just boom.
1: Just work. Yeah.
0: Um. So those types, if you just punch the clock with those, yeah. right? You can obviously get a more elaborate program and more balance, and you know, do your face pulls and your and your band pull-aparts but for what, your.
1: What's rule number two?
0: Rule number two? Yeah. Well, rule number one is do something is better than nothing. Oh, day. that's what I meant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just do it is basically what we're saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, no uh, intended infringement on the Nike patent or <laughs> trademark or whatever it is. Yeah. Um. See, I was smart today. I actually brought myself a glass of water because I get super dry throat <laughs> <laughs> talking so much. Um, so, yeah, like setting these little goals, like, you know, if you can't do a pull up, <laughs> Give yourself, uh, you know, by the end of the winter, you can do three pull-ups. Dead hang, no cheating, pull-ups. You know, if you can do one or two right now, at the end of the winter, you can do 10 or 12. You know, like, because that will get you paying attention to your body weight. That will get you paying attention to, you know, strengthening all the things involved. Um, uh, You know, it could be something as simple as... Uh, Over the course of the winter, you want to go from using a 20 kilo kettlebell up to a 24, you know, for like, say, swings and presses and, you know, whatever it is. You know, you can work on a weight jump and then you sort of reverse engineer. It's like, OK, well, this is what I can do right now. This is what I want to be able to do by this date. And you just reverse engineer it <laughs> to get back to there. Um uh You know, it could be dropping some body weight. Because the reality is with 40% of uh, North Americans being obese, not just overweight, but obese, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's projections that, you know, in the next 15 or 20 years, that's going to be the majority of the population. Um, And regardless of what is, you know, uh, said about body positivity and all this type of stuff, the medical evidence that uh, you know obviously and you've experienced this right being heavier is harder on the joints
1: oh yeah
0: right so even if you're not somebody who you're carrying excess body fat but you are one of those people who this happens to be you (laughs) where it sits on the outside you're not getting any of the visceral fat you still pay a penalty for it um (coughs) <clears throat> but
1: in spades too yeah they said that my knees are so bad that it's worse it basically I should have a knee replacement today I'm just too young for it yeah yeah
0: you know so um, you know we just run into that thing where where uh, you know if you pick a fat loss goal for the winter um, because and I know people go oh but Christmas and all this well you know if you we know building muscles and so, if you do my December, January muscle building thing, we know building muscles increases your metabolism, which mm-hmm. makes it easier to burn fat mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, if you make November a fat loss month, and then you make February the 10,000 Swing Challenge, you know, or March, uh, because everybody that I know that has done it drops anywhere from like 10 to 15 pounds <laughs> Do you think uh, I should do that again? Yeah. Why don't we be able to do it?
1: Hmm?
0: Why don't we both do it?
1: Hmm. When? Uh, When's a good time? To fe- February March. February March. Right. Yeah. Right before uh, riding season.
0: And right before going to Mexico.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna be jacked. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea, so we have, actually. We
0: basically, it's perfect. We do our, our two months of muscle building. Yeah. In December and January. Yeah. And then uh you know time it so basically just before we go we finished our ten thousand swing challenge
1: and then all my blisters on my hands are gonna sting in this salty sea <laughs> no that's why give
0: yourself a week like finish it a week before we go okay so that the the calluses can heal yeah. <laughs> you know um did you get blisters last time or callus like
1: no i didn't because I you wore gloves yeah yeah
0: um I don't. I was. Where,
1: I I learned from yeah. other people's mistakes. Yeah, with their hands. <laughs> they say blue. your hands get shredded. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Uh. Yeah. For me, it's always the pinkies because my pinkies don't fit on the kettlebell on oh, both sides. So they rub. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I might even get into the thing. I might even you know alternate two hand swings with one hand swings. Just to make it interesting.
1: So one hand does the full weight. Yeah. Interesting.
0: You know. Yeah. I better be strong to do that. Yeah, because the forearms. well, I'm going to
1: be th- stronger this time because last time I did it with 35 pounds, yeah. right? And this time and you know. I could have done 45. I, I, I think I can do 45 this time.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So so you've heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to figure out just the date so that it lines up, but it's probably because we're it's like the I think the second week of March we're going like merch break whenever something that like is something like that um,
1: just don't give it our address <laughs> no, no.
0: Um, but so so it'll time with the uh, yeah. uh, whole probably month of February would make sense mm-hmm. and then it gives us a bit beforehand just to let the the hands heal up yeah you know although I'll probably wear my gloves as well mm-hmm. just because or tape my fingers because <laughs> I've done you know Basically, that's the one thing to watch, um, and there's nothing wrong with it, Um, getting some, like, leather-palmed gloves. Yeah. I I normally, for regular training, wouldn't recommend them, but anytime you're doing um, high-volume swings, snatches, any of that kind of stuff, um, it is a... uh, Basically, just hard on the skin, on the hands.
1: And the the other thing, too, is once you start doing... um Presses. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think about what what was it, or Turkish get-ups. Turkish get-ups is when I, I start to experience it. You get that bruising on your forearm a little bit because you're not used to it. Yeah, because the way the the belt bell sits on your forearm. sits on your forearm, it's a little bit heavy. You, you kind of get used to it over time. I don't do that anymore, but I used to wear like um, the forearm. sissy
0: sissy guards. <laughs> it's basically like think about a kid's.
1: Shin pads. Soccer or... shin pads only <laughs> you wear
0: them on your forearms so the kettlebell. Yeah, uh, you know. And it, it's funny though <coughs> and I think it's just because I do so many cleans and presses and everything mm-hmm. that uh, like my forearms just don't even notice it anymore. Well, neither do mine. Yeah. 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 You know.
1: You just get used to it. But anyway. I think those were some good tips. Yeah. Yeah. You know.
0: And people have heard it. We're going to do the 10,000 Swing Challenge. We're going to encourage Anybody who is comfortable or competent doing swings... Yeah. Um, we're going to encourage you to do it as well. But if you don't know how to do swings, don't fucking do it, okay? No. We, we don't want to hear people going, oh, well, they told me to do the thing and then I hurt my back. Yeah. It is... Um, even though the kettlebell swing is the foundational, so therefore the basic ballistic, um, it still isn't uh, like a bicep curl. <laughs> You can screw it up uh, and hurt yourself. So Mm -hmm. um, get some competent instruction, practice with lighter weights. uh, You know, um, if you if you don't have uh, any good way to get like in-person instruction, uh, it, Mark Wildman's videos his instructional videos are really good Um, at some point I'm just so fucking busy at some point just I'll make a video. some I'll make some instructional videos
1: yeah even like the um, the goat bag swing and, and whatever else it is you do, yeah, all you know, the work different, to work up to yeah, a kettlebell swing how we swing. got the kids
0: to be able to do swings yeah yeah um, and yeah. here's the thing if you do them uh, incorrectly you can get hurt but they are learnable because we have a 10 and an 11 year old that competently do kettlebell swings now yeah uh, it just took me a while for them to figure the cues. We haven't
1: seen them do it in a while. We should check up on, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if they retained it.
0: Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And if you... Uh, anybody is working on their kettlebell swing form and they want some feedback... Uh, yeah. Take a video. Take a video. Um You know, uh, you can DM us on Instagram, livewild__radio. You can find us on Facebook or go to our website, Um, livewildradio.com. And just contact us. Um, And then we can sort of email back and forth. You can share the video. I am perfectly happy to give you feedback for free. So don't feel like, "Uh, I don't want to pay a coach, da-da-da-da-da, you know, not in a position to think of this as a public service. The more people that swing, which sounds dirty, (laughs) but it's not, um, the healthier the population is going to be. Like the swing, like if, truth be told, if I, you know, and it's sort of one of those dumb exercises where if you can only pick one exercise, if there's only one exercise for me, um, it's the kettlebell snatch. Um, But, uh, the reality comes in is that for most people, with what most of their goals are, um, they will get most of the lower body development they need, most of the explosiveness they need, and most of the conditioning they need. If all they could ever do is kettlebell swings, yeah, it would accomplish most people's goals.
1: Yeah, I would I would agree with you because of the explosiveness and yeah. the strength. Um, but I also really love the one-legged stuff. Yeah. See, this but that, is where there's we, no explosion there. But, yeah. I, but for me, like that, that's just phenomenal. It cleans up so much. And, yeah. and well,
0: and that's why we, we aren't forced to actually pick. But it's a fun little exercise of like, okay, if you only did one exercise. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. Um, or there's a there's debating a, that, right? Yeah. There's yeah. a
0: podcast that I listen to called Modern Wisdom. Yeah. And anybody exercise-y that he ever has on? Yeah. You know, because he'll have, like, psychology. And what do they say? Um, hit, any t- anybody exercising, he always has this thing. You only have 10 exercises you can do for the rest of your life. What are they? Ooh. Right? So, and it's always this thing. It's like, you know, he had Chris Bumstead, you know, yeah. uh, the the fella from Ottawa who's like Mr. Olympia, okay. the bodybuilder. Yeah. Um, uh, And it, it's hilarious. They're all
1: kettlebell stuff? No, no, no. Okay. No,
0: he's a bodybuilder.
1: Okay, go on. Um, but maybe throw it away.
0: Uh, so it's one of these things. It's like, oh, wow, I got to get this down. You know, he's all thinking in terms of muscles. And mm-hmm. then you get somebody who's like an athletic trainer. Mm-hmm. And it's all in terms of movements. <laughs> you know, just, the, <laughs> just the mindset. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's an interesting little thought experiment. doesn't yeah. lead you anywhere, but it's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. So, uh Yeah. Um, hopefully you guys got something from this. If you got ideas, you of topics you'd like to hear us talk about. Again, go to the website, go to the Facebooks, go to the Instagrams. um Don't go to Twitter because that's a there. shit show.
1: <laughs> that's X.
0: Yeah. No. I, no. It's not even Twitter anymore. I I can't keep up with any of this shit though. <laughs> Is this the point where I'm old? Like, it's just like uh, I, just I just don't I just don't have the energy to try to figure this shit out. Yeah. I'm reading science papers to try to you know basically interpret and translate for you guys so uh, I, i'm not keeping up on the latest of the social medias that's all right know. and we will never do tiktok because fuck the chinese government <laughs> <laughs> i'm not no. uh, work hard
1: play dirty